Another day, another mass shooting in America. And as always, when it comes to gun violence and the politics, Chicago's name is brought up. Today, we're talking about how we make sense of violence here and elsewhere. It's Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. talking today with Lakeidra Chavis at The Trace, where she brings out stories of how gun violence impacts people. Remember, these are names, not numbers. But first, a little bit of news, y'all. COVID-19 cases are unfortunately rising again in Chicago. And the city's top doc, Allison R. Woody, says... The numbers are starting to look like what we had in the fall, you know, before our last big surge. And just like back then, it seems it's younger adults who are driving the increase. If you are taking some chances with COVID, please rethink that. Please wear your mask and please be extra careful if you are interacting with anybody who's older or anybody with an underlying condition. Luckily, it should be easy to stay in over the next few days with the weather. Sorry, Chicago, we're looking at clouds today and rain tomorrow. So you remember on Monday when we talked about that zoning ordinance? Oh, you know, the one requiring special permissions for Chicago's house museums. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. Alderman Sophia King pulled it yesterday under public pressure. Hey, what's not gone in the Big Ten yet is Northwestern's women's basketball. They're still in the tournament, don't forget, and they play against number two Louisville today. If you're looking for an amazing exhibit, I got some good news for you. Head over to Vault Gallery in Pilsen. Their Empowered by Women collection in celebration of Women's History Month is on display today and available online as of noon. That's our quick news for Wednesday. You should have gotten an email with our daily newsletter. Hey, if you're still sleeping, sign up at citycast.fm slash Chicago and let Sydney Madden wake you up. As we mourn the lives lost to gun violence in Boulder, we're again forced to face the trauma that violence has left here in Chicago and how we need to change the way we talk about it. To be real with you, I don't really have an intro set up. I just wanted to get into this conversation, which, uh, if I could be honest, kind of been heavy on me all day. Um, Not only because of, you know, what took place, but how that and other, you know, incidents in the country seem to spark conversations back on Chicago. Um, And as somebody who grew up in this city, from this city, I... It really hurts when we talk about violence in the city, people losing their lives, how we construct these narratives. And um, I'm going to do my best to stay present in the conversation and to talk through it. Thanks for having me on the show. I know this is a very difficult conversation for people to have, especially, you know, depending on what experiences that you have had with gun violence, you know, in the past. 
Uh, I'm going to read a tweet you put up in response to a New York Times article about mass shootings. Just last week, 15 people were shot in a mass shooting in Chicago, and a similar tragedy happened in the city last summer. It's time we talk about who we consider victims of random violence and why that includes some people and not others. Uh, Lakidra, what do you mean by this? You know, with so much news about the two uh, mass shootings that took place, have taken place over the past week or so um, in Atlanta and then in Boulder, I think my thoughts were really, you know, surprised to see the reaction to some of these, um, you know, events occurring. I think there's no doubt that these are extremely tragic moments um, and they're going to have ripple effects for so many people. Um, what happens, you know, to all of the people who experience mass shootings throughout the country and yet do not receive the same type of, of media coverage. Um, there is not this sort of national outpouring of grief and national um, sort of conversation about what we can do to fix this so it doesn't happen next time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing I want to make very clear, I was talking with my producers earlier, it often feels and we want to push back that, you know, this isn't some type of competition for trauma. People are hurting. People are losing their life. And it is deeply contextual. You know, it's um, it's historical. It, it belongs and should be owned by this country. As a reporter, do you often feel like it's a zero-sum game that if we're mourning this tragedy, we can't or don't mourn another? Yeah, I think it's really complicated. And... I think at least from talking to folks who, you know, are uh, doing this work, especially around violence prevention in the city, um, and they know people who have, um, you know, been involved in shootings or they themselves are survivors of shootings. I I think for them, talking to them about what they see, especially in the news about about how we cover um, this particular issue, sometimes it can feel like, you know, well, this shooting happened on Saturday um, and then uh, by Tuesday or Monday, it's just sort of like it, it never existed. So I think unfortunately it can it can feel that way. Um, and, and everyone that I've spoken to reiterates, you know, several times that tragedy is tragedy and that this isn't a competition, but there certainly is that question of like, why is this different? In these in these moments when we are collectively mourning and sh- Sorry, this question just always, it kind of upsets me because in these moments when we're mourning, Chicagoans are also put in this position where our city's name is invoked to shut down conversations around uh, gun control. It's used to repaint our city, uh, our citizens as, um, I'm going to be real with you, as less than, as savage, as as somehow this is rooted in who we are. We've had to, I've had to grow up. We've had to grow up thinking, oh, this is just a part of Chicago. And, and that continues to happen every time we experience these national cases. Chicago's name is just callously thrown out there without any explanation, without any context. The interview that I just had before this interview, was someone who was talking about that exact same thing that Chicago only comes up in comparison, right? Like it's not really about the trauma that's happening here. It's about how can we use Chicago politically um, while not while not actually addressing the issues that make gun violence an issue here. 
I think there are conversations even right now about what we can do to make gun law stronger, right? So this doesn't happen again. And so Chicago comes in the mix because oftentimes the rhetoric is, well, Chicago, Illinois has some of the most strictest gun laws on the books. Um, and, and that is not necessarily the case, but Chicago's name just, you know, just keeps coming up. Um, you know, there are so many policies here and, and yet look at this city, look at all of the, the shootings that happen. I think it is much, much more complicated than that. And again, this goes back to um, these issues really being rooted in systemic inequalities and, and what the response or lack of response has been to addressing these issues. And another thing that you brought up that I just want to reiterate is that the language that we use to talk about gun violence in Chicago um, or, or that other people use, you know, can be really othering. And I think it's just really important to remember that these are real people that we're talking about. And um, we should not be um, writing stories in a way or, or, or even talking about this issue in a way that, that dehumanizes people. And yet, and I hate to say it, but I, it's hard enough, but even in this conversation, I feel that you know, we ourselves in trying to talk about this and in trying to bring humanity to it, you know, have had to deal in numbers and, and, and the statistics that are going on. And yeah. Thank you for, for having me on the show. And I just want to acknowledge, uh, you had mentioned that um, the shooting that happened in Chicago about a week ago happened near mm. where you live. So, um, you know, what, whatever you are going through and experiencing, I can't imagine how traumatic that is. So um, I just wanted to, to acknowledge that. No, I appreciate that. And I extend that, you know, to the families of Rainisha Dodson, Lionel Darling, and everyone who was injured, everyone who was there, who was impacted. Because like you said, the ripple effects of that is they have to live with that. Again, just I appreciate you. As you're checking in with your people in Denver and Boulder and here in Chicago, remember to ask how they're doing and approach the conversation with empathy and understanding. To stay on top of the news coming out of Boulder, subscribe to CityCast Denver, where our friends launched their podcast last night amidst the very heavy news. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you on Friday, but hey, don't get used to this every other day thing. CityCast Chicago is Monday through Friday, starting next week. Peace.